Jay right in your face. Welcome back to episode number 10 of the season number two of the fadeaway. Stuttering, but it's okay. <laughs> it's been a it's been a while. It's, been a it's while, our first yeah. episode of 2020. Uh hindsight 2020, very clear. Clear vision. I feel like everyone's going with that this year. So happy new year to everybody. Merry Christmas to all our Coptic friends who celebrate or actually Orthodox friends. Yeah. Who celebrate on the seventh yeah. of January. Um, hope everybody had a good holiday season. It's kind of past us now. We're like two weeks in, but back to work. Back it's to our school. first uh first first epi since we, we got, got back from the break. There's been a lot of a lot of fun things, but uh, talk to me about your break, man. Uh, did you do anything? Uh, do anything fun? Uh, you know, just hung out. Christmas, spent money. The, spent money on gifts, food. Secret Santas, food, nations. I was gonna say, uh, yeah, nations all the time. Nations is this like Asian supermarket that caters Asian food for dirt cheap, and we got too much. Too much that it was even after that first one it was even like phased. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It was general. uh we had a group of like 30 40. Not first touched. time was a group of about 20 and then 20 guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. And that was even touched <laughs> and then yeah. we had a group of 30 or 40 and then that was even touched. So yep. we don't learn a lesson, but it's okay. Other than that just family time, chilling time, friends. No trips for me. You're a lot of one. basketball, man. A lot of basketball. I was on a trip. I went to New York, New York City. Yeah. Uh, but I think uh, we, we got a chance to talk that. about that yeah, a little bit. So, uh, yeah, a lot of basketball in the new year, though. Uh, the Raptors finally starting to get some guys back. Yes. Uh, for a while there, we had lost Freddie, Norm, Pascal, Marcus Mark. Um And then, obviously, now with Norm and Pascal coming back, Gasol on the timeline, we're slowly starting to get back into the groove. We kept afloat. While, yeah, while, we did. While I think we did gone. a lot better than, actually, a lot of people would give us credit for. I think uh, it was season five. Wow, no, we I think we were gone? better. I don't know the exact Something record, like but that. I feel like it was better. Than we that. had a bit of a skid for a couple of games where it was yeah. like it was, it was frustrating. I was, to watch I was it. most impressed with Serge Ibaka, to be honest. His mm-hmm. double 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 streak. He yes. had like seven straight or eight straight, yeah. most ever in his career. Mm-hmm. So he's been stepping up in the absence of Mark. But we need. I can't believe I'm going to say, it, but we need Marcus Saul. A for passing, we like his big. his spacing and and passing, and then obviously the big presence and on defense. Yeah, uh, like guys are wrecking us. Anybody who pulls into the building with a big man is going to have their way with us. When you look at it, we don't have a a true center or any type of center on our team. No, our big man is Serge Ibaka, who's a, a bread and butter four. He's a four. He's a stretch four. Even like when you look at, it, he can shoot threes. He can shoot the the mid range jumper. And then you have Chris Boucher who comes in, who's tall but skinny and not physically, you know, not strong. Not yeah. can't really bang with with the big boy. So you look at Mark, you kind of don't notice. What you have till it's gone, and we—I know—we rip on Mark a lot for his offensive production and stuff. But I thought you were going about to segue into Chris Boucher's career ending last night. Not yet. Not yet. We'll talk about that soon. Yeah, but yeah. we'll talk about we'll talk about that one. Because you're like worrying about getting somebody back. I was like, no, no, no. Okay, no, okay. No, not yet. Not All yet. right. We'll talk about that. But then you you, you look at it and you're like, oh wow, like Microsoft plays a huge role for the team, just for by filling that position and the offense running through him and him facilitating and guys cutting off of him and then him just rebounding. Yeah. His position defense that he plays. He's an extremely above-average passer, and I think I don't oh, yeah. think you really fully get to see the whole thing until he's out and you don't have it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're after starting to get healthy again. The East run is tight. We were looking at the standings a couple of days ago. Yep. Both, one through – actually, two through six are mm-hmm. – because one is Milwaukee's kind of locked that in. They're running uh, but, away with it. Not yeah, but two through really. six, yeah. two through six is tight. And uh, also in the West – 
Uh, it was like, what, 8 to 13 was stupid close. Uh, but we're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, obviously, a lot of exciting trades uh, as we near that sort of deadline. I think the – did they pass the deadline yet for, for signing free agents off the waiver? I don't think so. No. Uh, that's coming up soon. And then, obviously, trade deadline is coming up as well not too long from now. Yeah. Uh, so, a lot of talks in the, in the air. Uh, before we get into that, though, Utah Jazz, they pulled the trigger. Bro. What they a pulled the trade. trigger on a trade that initially I was like, okay. Nice pickup. Nice pickup. Nice. They didn't think 10 games later they'd be 10 and 0. Nope. They have not lost a single game since picking up Mr. Jordan Clarkson. He's a bucket. He is this a guy bucket. He's a bucket. He's also bro. stupid tatted. And yeah, I didn't, yeah, I don't like. Uh, I don't know. I don't the like neck tats, I'm not feeling. Scary, not feeling, but, but it's, okay. it's kind of scary. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, talk us through the uh, Jordan Clarkson trade. What's what's their record been? Like, what did what's he been doing? They're undefeated, and then you bring in Jordan Clarkson. You bring in, you bring in a guy who, like, you know, like you say, oh, he's a hooper. He's a bucket getter. He's a scorer. Yeah. You know, this guy just comes. You know what the you're game getting with Jordan Clarkson off the bench. Yeah, he's averaging 15.2 points per game. But what I want to actually focus on is not so much actually his production because. You kind of know, like you said, you know what you're getting from Jordan Clarkson. You know yeah. he's going to score the basketball. You know he can shoot. He can space the floor. He can drive. He can attack. He can also handle, which is a huge advantage in, in, in today's game because they, they already have two good ball handlers with, with Donovan and Mike Conley. But creates his own shot. He creates his own shot. He doesn't need a, uh, you know, a pin down curl coming off a, coming off a screen or whatever it may be. But someone else has actually been balling for the Utah Jazz. Boyan Bogdanovich. Boy, this, this boy is nimble. This guy is nimble, bro. He He's had 35, boy. 0, and 0, and 0, and 0. This guy's pure. Isn't that like the second time or third time this year? He's like the first time ever it's happened more He's than once. pure buckets, bro, this like, guy. these are, And that's what I was going to bring up, too, is like how does a team do so well when they have two guys who are just here to put the ball in the net? And that's the thing. That's why I said, and that's and those two guys that we're not mentioning, Donovan Mitchell. Exactly, that's, that, that's exactly. not their number one guy. Who's who's a bit slept on this year? Who's having a quieter year this year? But what I wanted to say was Jordan Clarkson adds another piece that you have to guard, and that opens the floor for a guy like Donovan Mitchell. That opens the floor for a guy like Boyan Bogdanovich, who just wants to shoot the basketball. So Crazy. now they've got so much more weapons on the floor at all times, making it easier for Boyan to go out and get thirty-five zero and zero. He had thirty-one the last game. He's got the last 10 games, 31, 16, 20, 35, 14, 19, 17, 17, 16, 19, 26. Yeah. And that's like, that's production, man. Like this guy's just, a, he's just a, he's yeah, just he's a averaging on the season over 20 at 45% shooting. This guy's averaging 20 points a game, you, man. You can't ask for anything better on a lineup with, with, um, what's it called? Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert for right. this guy to be putting up and 20 Mike a game. In there who's, who was struggling earlier, yeah. but like. I love, I love Utah, and a lot of, honestly, nobody's talking about them. Utah's sitting right there at they second. Were, they were struggling. Or right, they're, like, tied right now in they're second. Yeah, with, they're tied yeah. For, yeah, they're tied for a second right now. But they were struggling earlier on. Mike Conley was struggling earlier on, which was a surprise to a lot of people. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell has been having a quieter season, I would say, this year. Not not as— Compared to his standard, for Yeah, sure. compared to his standard, exactly, like, exactly what you're saying. But just the addition of Jordan Clarkson, adding more scoring, adding more depth to that team. You have Rudy Gobert in the middle, who's— Who's kind of vastly becoming underrated for what he does at, at his position? Yeah, just because he's not as offensively sound, he's not a stretch five, you know, as, not as shooting people, threes. Yeah, right. So people don't like that really mu- anymore. So they don't really look at them. But that Jordan Clarkson trade, you, you, it was a very random trade. Nobody, no rumors, no speculation. It just kind of happened, and it just kind of showed up on Instagram or yeah. whatever WhatsApp group that, that was in. And then you're like, okay, interesting pickup. Now they're ten and zero. Yeah. 
Yeah, they actually. I, I was wrong with that. They were they. They're nine, nine and zero. Nine yeah. and zero. Yeah. So they've won nine straight, and they're blowing teams out. Like they're killing it. They're they're not just beating any any like scrub teams. Like I was looking through their schedule. These guys are playing like, like yeah. Some are not that bad, not that good. But I mean, they go on a three game road trip. Portland, Miami's there. Yeah, and I mean like That's Chicago, nice. Orlando, Pelicans, not great teams. But when you look at a three game road trip. And they win all three, and then probably, you come home. Probably back to back at some point in there too. So yeah, it's a tough. It's a, it's not a tough schedule opponent wise, yeah. but it's a tough schedule to play back to back or whatever it may for be. Sure. Or Travel, win those games, yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. No, I I like what Utah's doing. I I've always liked Quinn Snyder since Fire. he came in the league. Just Amazing. a guy who knows basketball, who's yeah. a student. Yeah, and I mean he's clearly doing it, like putting in work in Utah. So, do you see them doing anything in the playoffs? Though that's the real question. <laughs> No, because Utah for me, there's like there's a tier of t- so how I s- divide the West. Mm-hmm. There's like the top tier, yeah, which is like the Lakers and the Clippers. Houston and you, is maybe can, a I was gonna two, say if you want to throw three, in Houston, I'll yeah, give you Houston. Houston. They have the star power. Yeah, but then there's like a second tier of really good teams that I don't think are gonna make any noise, and that's like the Denver's, the Utahs, the Dallas's. Yeah. Um. I could say OKC, but OKC is having like a, a stupid great season, so they're, they, they're not expected to do anything. But even Dallas, we talk about Luka Doncic all the time, and I love Luka Doncic; he's great. But I look at Dallas, and I'm like, the playoffs is not really that great. Like, if you really break it down, Lakers, Rockets, and Clippers are really the only team I take seriously. Mm-hmm. Anybody else, like if I'm going up against Denver, I know I stand a chance. You know yeah, he's not the, a chance. I, yeah, yeah I think a, that. It's a 2-7. Like, the 2-7 matchup right now would be Denver-OKC, and I can tell you everyone in OKC's locker room believes they can win that series. That's unfortunate. We're like the, they're like the Raptors. Yeah, uh, except they have stars. We or had, us stars. We had stars. We didn't have a Jokic, though. We didn't have a Jokic, but we had, yeah. we had two All-Stars. But, yeah, they, the they're, they're very – and a lot of people actually call Denver the, uh, the, the Raptors, Raptors of the West. Yeah. The, pre, the pre-Kawhi Raptors. Utah's falling into that, too. Yeah, so, they've, they've, Utah, the reason why I don't – like, see them make any noise in the playoffs because they don't have stars. They just don't. No, they Tom don't Mitchell have stars. Was on his way to stardom. I think he took a bit of a step back this year. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I, maybe teams are figuring figuring him out better. Yeah, or the the amount of kind of offensive punch they have now is kind of slowing him down or kind of diminishing his role in a way. But you know, you don't have stars. You don't have. You don't, you you don't, don't stand a chance, a chance in the playoffs. You need stars. No. And speaking of a team that's in the playoffs that needs star power, but somehow I don't know how this team is sitting in eighth seed right now. But in the West, wow. number eight, they ain't no teddy bears. Bro. These guys ain't no teddy bears. This is the Memphis Grizzlies. Man. I can't believe it. This so guy. John Moran's been balling, but our guy. Shout out to the Raptors. Damn. Shout out to Raptors development and growth. For real. Shout out to the Lithuanian vet. I miss him, bro. I'm, I I miss him. I honestly miss him so much, man. I love JV. I know people had their issues with him, but he was a good, solid big man. And he, yeah. right now, is playing a key part in Memphis's five-game winning streak. They've nice. won seven of their last mm-hmm. ten, and they are in eighth, eighth seed. So incredible, incredible. Like, I can't even begin to. Yeah, 31 the other night. Yeah, 31 and 19. Damn. And they're beating teams like they're beating San Antonio, who's hot. hot right and now. we're going to talk about yeah. that. Um, they went on a three-game road trip, and they beat. They won two of three. They beat the Clippers and Phoenix on, uh, on their home court. They came home and beat the Timberwolves and the Spurs. Obviously, the the Warriors, but it is what it is. Yeah, Warriors. 
Uh, they beat OKC in OKC. So Dang, that's tough. Impressive wins, man. Yeah. Like impressive wins all in all. Mem- for a team like Memphis, we young, don't really have, yeah have young nobody, core. Have Triple J, like Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah. and and um, John Moran being the young core. Dylan Brooks is a young guy. Dylan Brooks is, is he's getting buckets. If JV's your vet. Like JV's been in the league, yeah, he's but he's 27? only 25, 20, actually 26, 27. Yeah, he's a year, a year older than us. So 26, 27. But still young. Like he's just, yeah, and he's your prime. vet. Yeah, he's your vet, right? So that's your vet. Team. Like Jay Crowder is your vet as well. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay Crowder, yeah. Jay They're Crowder's a team good. that shouldn't really have any business being in the eighth spot when you look at it. Yeah. Right? So it's amazing to see how I the love West it. has changed. I love it. And we were looking at the, the, the race in the West. So between eight and 14 is a four game span. Memphis in eight, San Antonio nine, Phoenix ten, Portland eleven, Minnesota twelve, Portland. Sac thirteen. Come on, Portland, man. New Orleans fourteen, and New Orleans fourteen, second last in the conference in four games. They're in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's a tight race. It's a tight, tight that race. And I don't think I've tight. ever seen a race this tight for the last playoff spot. Because even like the seven seed Thunder are four and a half games clear of the eight seed. So it's really just a race for the eight seed. For the eight seed, yeah. Yeah, so it'll be cool. Uh, it'll be cool to see that. But shout out to Memphis, man! Like huge. John Morant is putting the world on notice He's with his little Jordan dunk that he was gonna get over Kevin Love. Oh, bro, have you seen his layup package? This guy just like can finish Yo, doing anything. He, does man. he not look like Joe Johnson? With like, like his face. Yeah, a little bit. I can see Joe Johnson. Kind of looks like, and he's so cocky, and I love it. I I love it. He's fire, man. He's nasty, he knows. He knows he's, what he's he brings dest- to the table. He's destroying it. Like he's he's got. Athleticism like He's Russ. destroying veterans. Yeah. That's the crazy part. His handle is nasty. He can shoot. Yeah, See, a lot of it, people compare him to Russ, but I don't think so. He's his uh, explosiveness and, and, and his athleticism is like Russ. He's not built like Russ. Though. Yeah, and he doesn't run four, like Russ. He doesn't run like Russ. No. And I, move, I like him better than Russ. See that move honest. he put on one of the Clippers, one of their bench guys. He kind of oh, yeah, where over, he like brought it back. Brought it back. And they he fell. Drops. Lou Williams is like nodding in the background uh, as he's shooting yeah. up. Like, this guy's handle is stupid. Man. Yeah, like, yeah. What he's doing for a rookie, and he's leading a team to the eighth seed in the West. Like, when's the last time you could say that a rookie is leading a team to the playoffs in the Western Conference? Donovan Mitchell. He had better. That pieces was that was him. that was surprise. You're right. Yeah, better pieces. And they were him. they expected to be better. Yeah, with Rudy Gobert and right. I, they didn't have Conley then, but they had another piece. Ricky Rubio was a was a Ricky. good point for them. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had good pieces, but this guy's he's not doing it by himself. But when you look at the the people he's got. Like yeah. it's not much to work with. Yeah, but so man, Utah, Utah right Loki won the offseason with their Boyan and and Conley signing. Huge. Shout out Boyan Bogdanovich is score galore. He's nasty. Boyan and Bogdan. Facts. Boyan would be great for the Raptors. You know who'd be great for the Raptors? JJ Redick. Think about that one, bro. I've been saying that, man. Yeah, think about we that need one. a shooter, man. Yeah. For sure. Speaking of JJ Redick. He was what thirteen for thirteenth this season, it's and he pulled good. Zion aside. Yeah, actually. Zion's coming back this Thursday. I know that. He's making his NBA debut. Shout out to Zion Williamson. Hopefully Bro, can like last hopefully can last more than two weeks without having to sit out or be out again Brother, for injury. He had to relearn how to walk. Yeah. What he was talking about eat? that and he was on uh he was on JJ's podcast actually. Yeah. And he was like, It's weird like having a, a team of thirty guys like they're not watching me make a shot. They're watching how I take off for the shot and how yeah. I land for the shot, how I stride, how I'm walking. Like everything's got to be so scientific because the way he puts the stress on his knees, on his legs, that's gonna, that's what's going to cause it. Isn't it? Big. It's pretty wild how much of an influence science. analytics has and science has yeah. on the game now, though. Yeah, like even it comes down to body movement and Bro, body yeah. effort. Like this whole uh, what's it called? Load management. 
Yeah. That's all science. Yeah, absolutely. This is literally all science. Science is like, yeah, you know what? You could play 82, but you could also play 60. Still make the playoffs. And, and win a championship. Yeah. So interesting. But all the older heads who had to play their 82 no, will so tell yeah. you this is yeah. stupid. Just play the game of basketball. Stop mm-hmm. being like this. And and everyone's going to split on the their opinion on this. Uh, where I stand personally, I think you should play. It's a sport. You get paid to play a sport. You get paid to entertain. Um, if you're healthy, you should play. If you're not healthy, you shouldn't play. I don't think I don't like this random BS of yeah. If, I'm if, healthy every other game, but I'm not healthy on back to back. If my thing is the science is better, nutrition is better. They practice less now. They do a lot they don't of like, walkthroughs. So how can you not play 82? You know what I mean. You're you're getting you're traveling you're, nice, bro. You're not yeah. getting on a bus. These guys were getting on coach buses in the 90s, going from from like A to B on a coach bus. Now you have a private jet waiting for you with it with you all can these lay down buffets on leg yeah. room. No, no, no. Come it's, on, man. It's, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. But I don't want to talk too much about load management. I think we we did our piece on that. Uh, let's go back to JJ Reddick's Zion. Uh, and your boy, Lonzo. Lonzo, baby. So the Pelicans had a nice little stretch. They've also won seven of their last ten. We were saying they're they're sitting at 14th, but that's not really telling. Of the they're season. Four games, yeah, because yeah. it's so tight. Yeah. One game can push you from 14 to 11 and then yeah. so on and so forth. So they're making a run. Uh, I don't – if I had to put my money on it, I'm not guessing that they're going to make the playoffs. If no, there's seven teams or six teams going for the last seed. Yeah. I don't. I just don't see it from the team that's no. in last of those teams right now. Uh, but how do we feel about Zion? Is he gonna be? Is he gonna be okay? Man, because he averaged like twenty five in in the preseason off like seventy percent shooting. Just redshirt him. Just this whole him. year though. Yeah, man, it's beneficial, man. I think it's beneficial. If you're teaching this guy how to walk again, how to move again. But they're not teaching him how to walk out of injury. They're teaching no, him how to I walk understand. properly. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you like, I don't think that's like a couple months process. Like he's gonna go back in the game on Thursday. Yeah, and he's gonna kind of go back to his old habits. Yeah. He right? just needs You're, to stop dunking the crap out of everything. Yeah, like yeah, just man. put it up. You it's know like, what I mean? That is, he's gonna go back to his old habits, and I think you need a lot more time to break out of old habits. With, yeah, like you've been walking the same way for twenty five years. You're not gonna break out. Say so he's nineteen, right? Yeah, nineteen years. You're not gonna break out of that in two months. The way he's dunking been jumping the same is, way. Is, is the shooting, the dunking, the movement. It's not the same. So yeah, you kind you you have a good star in Ingram who's growing, and give him this great year to grow. Star. Great, great. Star. He's playing like on an all star level. So give him that year to grow. Lonzo has been balling, like we said. Yeah, he give was actually pissed. Year. He was pissed about his draft mates getting paid. Yeah, he was. He was. He's like, bro, extensions. these guys are getting paid. Like, yeah. I'm way better than these exactly. guys. And Pascal was in his draft class yep. too. Yep. Like, no disrespect to Pascal. I love no. Pascal, but I don't think Ingram and Pascal are the same player. Like, I think Ingram, had he been given the chance, would have been Pascal would be given oh, from yeah. the beginning with the development, with the patience, with the organization. Mm-hmm. I think absolutely he would be better. Yeah. And considering he was pretty much nothing for the first three years in L.A., and then LeBron came, so it stunted his growth even yeah, more. Yeah. And now he's got his own team. He's putting up 27 a game. Yeah, 27, man. It's ridiculous. His shooting splits are great. His threes yeah. are great. Like He, he just doesn't well. play much defense, but it is what it is. You can, you can, you kid, can hide you know? it, too. Yeah, so He's lanky. He's got size, and, and he's playing great basketball. Exactly. So, so let, him, let him go on that. Let him carry that team. Let him get that experience. You put in Zion, it, you're going to start – when you – you're going to have to start running things through Zion because you want him to get acclimated with the offense. Zion's not going to be a guy who is just a, like, for example, I would say, like, a Rondé who just picks up A role guy? Yeah, a role who just picks up boards, puts them back up, you know, plays defense. Zion is going to be a guy you use on the off, on, on, in the offense. He's the number one pick. Right. So, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't want to spend that time getting acclimated in the middle of the season. You you have two guys who are rolling. Keep those guys going. Keep trainings on. Get him to drop some weight. It didn't look like he dropped weight. No, man. I'm. That's what I was shocked about. He I was didn't like, look man, skinny. This guy looks fat. Like, he looks he still fat. looks fat. Right? He's not, I don't think he's. Yeah, he's not fat. Like, he, but he just, he, he's just. He's just fat. Big. I don't think he's fat. But he's like six eight. He's not gonna have a big belly, but he's fat. Yeah, he's not a belly. He's just it's spread if he was, out. If he was six two, if he was six two, he'd be like every every uncle at the <laughs> every summer <uncle>. barbecue. <laughs> At the at the summer barbecue. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of honestly I'm against the him cookout. playing. <laughs> I'm against. <laughs> I'm against him playing just because I just think he needs more time, and this is not something you want to rush. I know he wants to play. I know there's a lot of money in it, and I know there's a lot of whatever, a lot of entertainment in it. He's got a shoe deal, whatever. But this is not something you want to rush because it's it's not just this year; it's his career. Yeah, I don't know, and and. Like, the thing is, I don't know if they're rushing. I feel like they did take their time. He was initially given a six-week time. They went over that, That right? went into, like, 12. Yeah, <laughs> like, 12, 14 weeks. Yeah. So maybe they did take their time. I don't know. I don't know the situation, but I would definitely – I'm excited to see him play. Yeah. I'm excited, I'm excited. to no, see for sure. him hit the NBA and, like, play a real game. It should yeah. be fun. Um, but, yo, isn't it crazy how, like – because we were just talking about Brandon Ingram and, and the Lakers and, like, everything that happens to the Lakers is on such a bright – spotlight like land, baby. whether it's coos you know not living up to the expectation potentially hitting the trade block which we're going to talk he about is. shortly uh and then I obviously you, i don't know if you saw uh plinka today or yesterday said everybody's available for trade except for ad and lebron oh wow did he really? everybody yes. why i don't know i don't know why. they're think, having their best season i don't know that, that's a given that's a given you don't think it's a given why though everybody just in case but why they're having a great season well I they want to trade kuzma yeah, but like, why would you say everybody? Why? Why in your mind? Would oh, you, like publicly? Yeah. Okay, like, I'm with you with that. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, why yeah, yeah. would you say everyone? Yeah, yeah. That's you, why. Bro, you're that's not a, trash. Why. Like, you're the best team in the league. Yeah, yeah. They they seem to be wanting this third star so bad, so badly. Just keep doing what you're doing. Which like, I thought yo, you were on the trade Kuzma side, though. I was on the trade Kuzma side, and I'll explain why. Um, I'm not saying don't trade Kuzma. I'm just saying I don't know why the whole team's on the trading block. Like, yeah, okay, okay. Like everyone's constructed a certain way, like Dwight Howard, Quinn Cook. Yeah, um, yeah. I, uh, what's the the fat guy that we like? Uh, frick, man. Jared Dudley. Jared bro. Dudley. Yeah, he's not leaving. Jared he's not Dudley. Leaving. No, he's not going. Uh, man, like they got Danny Green. Like these guys are Jared role Dudley, players, Rondo. man. They know what their role is, the and they're going to come in and do it. You want somebody who's going to come in and be ball dominant? Why? Why would you want that? Why would you give up? Like, and that's the thing. Like, so my whole Kuzma thing. So to our listeners, Kuzma. Is on the trading block in apparently, the hot seat, baby. And since then, he's had twenty six and thirty six points, so he's trying to put up but numbers. But AD has not been playing those two games. For one of them game, for one of those games, it was just LeBron him, no, and no AD LeBron, out. no AD. Yeah, yeah. so fair enough. Is a little so bit he's of getting the touches. There. He's getting the touch. He's making the most of the touches. But Absolutely. that that actually is the essence of my point as to why they should trade him. And I was talking to uh, PT about this producer mm-hmm. Tekla earlier today mm-hmm. because he was saying if if yeah, my third it. option guy. Can get me thirty six points when I'm when my guys are out or 27, 28. Why am I gonna move him? Why would I move him? And I and I'll tell you exactly why. So my rationale is Kuzma's gonna get a max or gonna want a max. Yeah. Kuzma's been marketed as a max type player. He's been marketed as a star. Mm-hmm. Zach Lowe talked about it. Didn't like it, but yeah, he talked he about it. He's it, like, yeah. why is he a star? He's not what a star. has he done? Yeah. But he's portrayed as a star, and he's coming from mm. La La Land. He's got the little. He's got the groove. He's got the the jive, and then he, obviously the guys hair. go out. And he comes in, he's 30, you know, putting up 30, yeah, 28. Yeah. So, so GMs are like, okay, this is a young guy. He's got size. He's a star. He's, you know, he's got the star 
attitude. He's he's, a, he's portrayed like he's got the image of a star. Yeah, he's a six eight guy who can shoot threes. He's built perfect for a star. So he's got the build, and he's gonna want a max. I don't think LA wants to give him the max. Yeah. I don't think they're in a position to give him a max. And I think that in their team setting, yeah, he scored thirty six. But you take him out of that game, I think they have enough solid guys mm-hmm. and potentially guys they got from a trade mm-hmm. where you can allocate that 36 among your Rondos, your your KCPs, your Danny Greens, Contavious Caldwell Poops, Poops, all of them. What? So that, that's where I stand. Like, yeah, Kuzma's great. I just want him to be, be – I want him to be great. I want him to go somewhere that's not going to throw him on the bench when yeah. AD and LeBron are here. That's not going to make him a spot-up shooter. That's not who he is. He needs the ball. He needs a rhythm. He's he's a volume guy. What's tricky about this Laker team, and that's it's different from every LeBron team in the last ten years, is that your best two players is LeBron and a big. Yeah, that's never happened before. And they're all I actually know LeBron usually plays with old guys. In Cleveland, it was LeBron and Kyrie. In Miami, it was LeBron D Wade. D Wade, yeah. We've never had a wing player play third fiddle. Yeah, and I think that's where the difficulty comes in. Where I don't think they need a third guy. No, because the third guy. I mean, LeBron's playing point. He's also playing on the wing. AD is also playing out, not playing in the middle. So you don't really need a wing guy who's going to come in and score or 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 and put up twenty twenty five a night or whatever. Maybe you want the third guy to play or wants to put up twenty twenty five. Yeah, you want a guy who you want. Like you said, spread that wealth a bit. Get guys 11, 12, 15. You can, if you get three or four guys in yeah. double figures other than LeBron and AD, I think that does you better. There's been a bunch of trade rumors about um, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Is that the one? Bro, don't get me started on this. They're like, Is that the one in the, Zach? Yeah. yeah. They're okay. like, Zach's going to have to offer Bogdan and the pick. I'm like, brother. Bro. And and Zach Lowe was saying he's like, one for one, I would rather Bogdan he, over Kuzma. <laughs> why it fits the team why better. is Zach giving a Bogdan and the pick to if, get Kuzma. It fits the and, team better. And the man. one where, which one I sent you was like Robert Covington. Robert Covington, yeah. And like, <laughs> it was like Robert Covington and like two other guys for Kuzma. It's like, bro. Give them, bro. Are you kidding me? Give like, them. I don't know what in the or was it the other way? It was, it was absurd where I'm like, this is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. But honestly speaking, Robert Covington, I think, would be a great fit in terms of the wing guy who's not going to want to score. He could play great defense and yeah. can't shoot. I just. He, I just think you're you're overloading on three and D guys. You have well, you're s- kind of replacing one for the other. Well, Kuz is not a three and D guy. That's what he's supposed to be. He, he's just a three. That's what they want. Maybe. He's a three and. I don't think they want him to be a three and D guy though. They like yeah. they want. They're three and D is what Danny Green's a three and D. Danny, Danny Green's a three and D. I mean, Jared Dudley is a three and D. Every every Bradley would be a three, three and D. Yeah, uh, you know. So I they guess. they've They're got three small three and D guys. Covington is a good three and D. I think he's. I think he would be better suited than a obviously a Dudley. I think even better than Avery Bradley because he's bigger and longer. Yeah, he can guard for, sure, more positions. for sure. But Avery Bradley handles the ball. He does. He does. He does. But you have LeBron playing point guard. You have Rondo there. What I think they need to do is possibly if they really want a scoring punch off the bench. Um, I think Jamal, a, Jamal Crawford, a great option. Also, Derrick Rose. Who would they want that to move? Be, that would just be, like Derek the thing Rose about the Lakers. Great, man, is I feel like the Lakers are at a perfect spot right now where if you add in. One other big personality, it could just it's tough. throw everything it's off. It's tough. They just need one more, like, little piece. Like, just like, there's something missing there that. Bogdan Bogdan would, would be great. It would absolutely be great. But yeah. That's the issue with Kuzma. Is I don't that, know. I, I, but when you look at it long term, though, like, 
I mean, Kuzma can develop into a star. You're gonna sign. You're gonna sign AD to a five-year max this summer, right? Yeah. Kuzma, well, is it this summer? Yes, because he declined his extension. He's a free yeah, agent yeah, this yeah, summer, okay. right? LeBron has two more years left on that deal. He's not. So AD's not signing five then. There's no way. So uh, it, let's just say he wants the max, the, the max deal, right? That's five years. You think he's gonna sign? He'll be a for clown three to, years without LeBron. He would be a clown to sign three years without LeBron. Yeah. But let's just say he signs five, and then okay. you have Kuzma coming in. That's why you sign him to. Max, but max, yeah. every t- every every one of those big threes are all three. Those three guys are all max guys. They take pay cuts, but I they're feel all like, max players. I feel like giving Kuzma max is like giving Wiggins the max, and then you get three, Listen, four years of mediocrity. Everybody and their mothers gets a max now. It doesn't. That's if facts. You're, if you're, Harrison if you're, Barnes got two. If your potential is there, you're gonna get a max. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Harrison anymore, Barnes right? got two. To put that in perspective for people, this guy's this guy's agent's the goat. He's like the fourth option on the Warriors the team. Agent deserves a max. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, but it's it's kind of funny to see like everything that happens in LA is on such a bright, uh, bright light and and magnifying glass. But then, hmm. just across the city, not even the, the, the same just across the hallway, you got the Clippers blowing games. Like these guys are getting blown out, embarrassed. Let me tell and you nobody, nobody's talking about they it. They gave up 132 to the Knicks. To the Knicks. They won that game, but they gave up 132 to the Knicks. They gave up 140 to the Grizzlies and got blown out 140-114. They gave up wow. 120 to the Jazz, who is a respectable team. So they've been on a defensive struggle. 114 to the Nuggets. This is a team that was praised for what coming into the season? Uh yeah, of course, defense. Defense. Yeah. They have probably one of the best perimeter defenses in the league and they cannot seem to play defense. Now, what I I think the reason why this doesn't get so much I guess what clout, whatever you want to say, what so much spotlight is because they don't have the same lineup playing every game. And it's not just Kawhi coming in. It's not just PG coming in. Patrick Patterson, I know you don't like him, but he plays sometimes, sometimes he gets 10 minutes. He's in the lineup, sometimes he's out. Yeah. There's guys that are always in and out on the, on the lineup. Harkless. They're always in and out of the lineup. You have no rhythm. You have no, like, you legit don't have a solidified team with solidified roles. Yeah. Kawhi yeah. really fell in love with this thing, though. This uh, load, management load management thing. It got him a chip, bro. Love, what do man. you want? Fell in love with it. It's kind of annoying. <laughs> it's really annoying, actually. Um, yeah, I just, with a team that has Paul George, Kawhi, and all the hype around LA and all that stuff, you would you would think at least some accountability. Like, how do you give up 140 to Memphis in regulation? 30 to the Knicks, bro. The Knicks, man. And nobody talks about it. My man, like, the Lakers don't blow a team out by enough, and people are talking about it. Oh, how did they only win by 15? Yeah. Should have won by 30. Oh, LeBron was dancing on the sideline. Oh, this is disrespectful. But do they it's- have something, like, the Clippers show up when they need to show up. When? Is that... Against the Lakers, against the Bucks. Greg sent us something where he's like, it's kind of annoying that the Clippers are treated like this team that's been there, done that. I agree with that. They Absolutely. haven't done they, Jack. They, I, I think it was they have a, they had a championship hangover with no alcohol or no, you know, like right. <laughs> they, they, I mean, Kawhi is the only one who who's kind of he kind of Kawhi kind of seems championship hungover in a way that he just doesn't really care yeah. to play. But that whole team's. Mood is, yeah, we've been to the regular season before. No, you haven't. This is the first time no. you guys are all playing together. No, no, no. The regular season matters to you no guys, actually. Makes no sense to me. Makes no sense to me. And I think it's going to come to a big disadvantage for them in the playoffs because there's going to be games where they're like, man, I wish we had home court advantage. There's going to be series where they wish they had home court advantage. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of something we want to point out. Just that difference in like Lakers, the Clippers, Clippers kind of are like yeah. the spoiled, the spoiled child, the spoiled brat. Uh, but last night, Debo came back to town. Demar Rosen with the San Antonio Spurs visiting Toronto for the second time since being traded. They had another video tribute for him, every and he loved he comes, it. Every time he comes, bro, he's dude. like, he's like, tell me who in the past have they done two tributes for? I love it. Nobody crashed the uh, locker room at the end to speak yeah. to Pascal. It's cute. You owe me uh, money. Crash, yeah, crashed his interview. Money. So it was, it was really wholesome. Yeah, I think that's the best word to use for that experience. It was wholesome. Yeah, found myself really emotional, but. Uh, more importantly, we were up twenty. Spurs came back. Uh, they outscored us by twelve, I think, in the, or fourteen in the fourth. DeRozan had twenty-two in the second half, uh, including the dunk of the year candidate on Chris oh, Boucher. My goodness, the bro. slimmest of all the ducks. Oh, a day after looked, his birthday, he looked real slim on that dunk, man. A day after his birthday, just goes on and imbe- just kills, kills him. Jesus. Kills him. It was a filthy dunk. If you have not seen it, I wasn't expecting. We'll it. see if we can post it on our story. But if not, you need to go find it because that Lordy, was Lordy, Michael Jordy. It was craziness. Um, but let's break down um, the San Antonio Spurs because they yeah, they're sitting in ninth right now, mm-hmm. but they're actually turning their season around a yep. little bit. And I know we're going to talk about Demar right after. Yes. But in their last little stretch, they've beat teams like obviously Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they beat Milwaukee and Boston. And why I want to point this out is these are three of the top four teams in the East. Yep. And this is a team that's universally in the West seen as now. Sorry, not universally. But among the conference this year, nobody's really taking this very seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're decent. I mean, DeMar is doing okay. He's The last 10, he's been on fire. But other than that, he's been okay. Aldridge is decent. Patty Mills can't be consistent. Like, just it's not who he is. Their young guys haven't. Really, Lonnie Walker hasn't given me what I want to see. Um, Dejounte Murray, DeJounte Murray hasn't given me Derek anything. White. I don't they know if haven't. it's a is if it's a pop thing. Pop might have an issue with young guys. I don't know, man. Like he's not really playing much out of uh, of Lonnie at all. Lonnie Walker was supposed to. They so had big, big image or like dreams for him. He got put in the doghouse early. Remember that there was this one game maybe a month or a month and a half ago where. It went to overtime. Can't forget. I can't remember who it was against, where he came into overtime and dropped like nineteen in the fourth and overtime or something, and won them the game. I think it was that Houston game actually, with with that James Harden dunk that went in and went came back out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he, I think, got on Pop's bad side early, and Pop had to put him into that game as a kind of necessity. You know, they had nobody else to put in, so they put him in. and He ended up killing it. So I think the problem with him was just that he got. On pop side, bad side early, and you yeah. know a guy like Pochek Pop, he doesn't take stuff lightly. No, and I think also the Pops, Pop's coaching style is going to catch up to him. That's very, what I'm about soon. to say right now. Yeah. His his style does not fit young players. No, they don't play the old school. Let's shoot twos. Let's go into half court sets. Let's or slow the, the game down. Speak up and you get benched. They don't. No, they don't buddy. do that stuff. Can't man. do that anymore. So that's why I think they're struggling with developing the young guys. Where and that's why you see Kawhi kind of like. Yo, I don't, I don't want this. Yeah, right. And then justified and leaving. Right, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the issue, and I think they're gonna have to re, they're gonna have to innovate their his style. Because now I'm, gonna, I want to get into a bit, I, I want to get a bit into Demar. Yeah, Demar's last ten, 10 games, twenty seven, five, and four, shooting sixty four percent from the field. That's crazy. Forty three percent from three, but 
Don't be fooled by that three-point number. <laughs> was he shooting like point two a game? Six of the ten games, he did not attempt a three-point <laughs> shot. Yeah. And so he's shooting like point two a game. That's the Spurs offense, and that's why he's actually a perfect fit for the Spurs offense yeah. and for that Spurs team. I remember earlier in the season, they were actually shopping him because things were just going kind of going downhill. I think they wanted to just maybe blow it up. But that's yeah. why he fits. He's a mid-range guy. Get Put him off screens. Let him get to his sweet spot on the corner and the elbows in, in that mid-range area. And that's how he plays. Yeah. He, six of the ten games, he did not attempt a three-point shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, when we were talking about it, I saw the 43, and I was like, I'd really be curious to see how many attempts that's on because it's not really like DeMar to shoot so a lot. Add this and up, make that add this up right now. One, 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 that's three. Plus three. That's six. In, in last, 10 games? In 10 games. Six three-point attempts. Yeah, so 0. 0.6, 0. 0.6 attempts a game. It's, yeah. It's not even one. So, <laughs> I mean, that's not really important, but 64% from the field is impressive, it's impressive. considering all his shots are pretty jump shots. tested. They're jump shots. And jump shots, yeah. Well, well, when your bread and butter is inside the arc, you really makes like you make it a whole lot easier on your defender. Yeah. Because they're like, well, I'm not going to – I'm just going to pack the paint wait for you to come in. Exactly. So, it makes it harder. Shooting contested shots, dunking on men, so – Talking on man's is right. Can't, you know, like, I'm happy for the guy. I still don't want him back on our team, but I'm happy yeah. for the guy. Because, I mean, you said it best. Like, yeah, his style fits for the Spurs. Oh, yeah. But the Spurs are ninth. Yeah. So the Spurs are not really fitting in today's league. Of course. And that's one thing I want to talk about is Pop has always been known as this guy, this coach who can say whatever he wants, speak what's on his mind, mm-hmm. because his game plan spoke for itself. They had a plug-and-play system. Yeah. Who does that remind you of now? Hope I'm gonna get it right. The Raptors. Oh, thank God, Nick Nurse. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you were nervous. I was like, I don't want to say it anymore. I don't want to be wrong. No, I got you. But yeah, that reminds me so much of Nick Nurse. Mm-hmm. Nick Nurse is that guy who's we've now built a reputation for a having great development. Yep. A great medical staff. Ironically enough, <laughs> the Spurs were known for that before the Kawhi. Saga, and yeah. actually, why the Kawhi thing was so crazy was because it's like we know the Spurs has have the Good greatest medical, medical yeah. staff in the league or yeah. whatever. Great medical staff, great development, plug and play. Yep, we lost a lot of guys. Still, yes, up there. we lost games, but if you really do watch those games, I think within four or five points, tops, some, some of those games, every single one of them was the within, within a, a hand's reach. Yeah, so plug and play system. And now, especially now, championship Nick Nurse, head coach Nick Nurse, it's gotten to his head, and he's a little making bit. all the remarks in the media that he wants to make. Initially, yeah. he made comments about Stanley and and Rondé in the off season. I remember that. I didn't believe that, and I was like, no, there's no way. But now at this point, I fully believe it. Uh, who else did he comment on? I think he commented on on Rondé as well mid season. Yeah. And then most recently, Terrence Davis. They TV. asked him. Why did you only play him eight minutes? He says, "Oh, he's playing like trash. Five too much. Five too many." He should have played three, which is cold. Damn. I'm not going to lie. I don't like that. I did not like that at all. But it sparked Terrence Davis because the next game he started, first career start, 23-11-5. See, I like like that. Talk crap about him. Start him. Let him prove it. Let him prove it. Which is very, like, I assume he talked crap about him. He's going to bench him again, another eight minutes. Yeah. Talk bad about him in the media. Start him. Let's see what you got. Yeah. Oh, Norm. Norman Powell. That's what we talked about. You're right. Because he was starting for a little bit and he was playing really well. And he's like, you know what? I told him straight. Like, that's not your role. Thank you. You're doing a great job. But that's not who you are for us. Ironically enough, the person who helped TD was Norm. 
helped him with his confidence. Came, yeah, the article came out saying that they started doing personal film sessions at Norm's house. Him and TD. That's crazy. Yeah. So you see, I love TD. I feel like I feel like he was meant to be on this team. Like he came, he wanted to be attitude. like Freddie V. Oh yeah. He's getting real close with Norm. Like we got a great culture here in Pascal. I'm so happy to see him back too. Uh, hopefully we can pick up that mm-hmm. sort of the pace that we had before and get back on the winning ways. Four and six in the last ten is real ugly. So now I'm cool though. Uh, Nick Nurse, do whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, say what you want, do whatever you want. It kind of shook me. I was like, yo, why are you saying that about a rook? Especially it, when you're going to give Pat McCall minutes. Oh, and then you're going to tell me TD's minutes are bad or Stanley Johnson Pat minutes. Pat McCall, man. No, man. This guy. Stanley's not it. But Nick Nurse is thinking a couple, steps, a couple steps ahead, and you see that by him starting TD after that whole media call-out. Yeah. No, for sure. Um, before we get into our sort of our, our last segment-ish, Ish. Um Let's talk about my favorite player's team. I don't want to say my favorite team yet, but my favorite player's team, uh, Luka Doncic, also another guy who's kind of not getting any hate, uh, is getting a lot of love for what he does great, but nobody really talks about his his negatives or his bad games. Uh, he's been a little he's bit. A, he's a, he's a little bit a, a little bit less efficient than than he's accustomed to being. Missing like great opportunities, winning yeah. opportunities. Obviously, you can't knock him because the season he's having is absolutely ridiculous. If if you're second year, you're 20 years old, and a bad game is 27, 10, and eight because you shot 40. percent Come on, come on. I'm not. I can't hate. You I can't, can't hate. hate. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not talking about James Harden. This is a 20 year old in yeah. the league. You know. So, yeah. um, they're struggling. I was watching one of the games. They're struggling right now without KP, Kristaps. And their team is ugly. There's no They're scrappy guys, they're roll guys, but they don't have any bigs. No bigs. We said um it was Dwight Powell starting at the at the, five, at the center. Dwight Powell's like he's my height. 6'9" at, at best. Most, at most, maybe at with, best. with some platform, he's 6'9" or something at like best, that. At best, yeah. They've got guys who can get but like Seth Curry's a good he's a good shooter and he's I think he's pretty underrated offensively. There's just no it just seems like there's just no space for Luca to operate. And he still kind of puts up numbers somehow. Yeah, I don't know how yeah. he does it, but they're just a collection of like weird players. They have a lot of guards. A, a lot, lot of guards. Of guards. Tim Hardaway's in there. Tim Hardaway, Delon Wright, Jalen Brunson, yep. Luca Doncic. Yep. Um we were just talking uh, Dorian Finney Smith. Um yeah, JJ Barea's in JJ there. Barea, got, bro. They got guards galore. And then when you put a big on, what the only legitimate big they have is Boba. Boban. Boban. Bobby. And his plus minus is like stupid. Is, stupid low. Stupid low. He can't move. A, he, he can't I move. Remember we were looking yeah. at the stat line yeah. in 10 minutes. He had 14 and 10 off eight shots, bro. This, <laughs> this guy went in. Was, he's like, I'm putting it up. I don't care. It was care. like minus 20 or something like that in those 10 minutes. So like, oh, yeah. It was stupid. He can't defend. So they have a fundamental. They don't have pieces. No. To win. And like, they need a lot of work still. I think Luca and KP have done a great job of hiding that. Yeah, and then now that KP has been out for a couple of games, you kind of see teams are able to just prey in on Luca. They've been they've been able to beat him up a little bit. But the interesting thing is they were much better when Luca was out and Kristaps was in, very which strange. is ironic, very strange. But I guess we talk about them having like thirty guards. It's easier to supplement that position, exactly. Whereas when you when you lose KP, you're starting Dwight Powell at the center, and I swear Dwight Powell up until the pros was probably playing a three. Like a small forward. Four. He's four. a small dude, he's man. Four. He's a stretch. He's supposed to be a stretch. He's forward, like but Tyler he Hansbro for me. Like a small four. Yeah, it's Tyler Hansbro. Oh my goodness. He's like a Tyler like Hansbro. Size four. Me. Yeah. Right. So, I don't know. Kind of weird, but 
I, I don't know. I'm digging it. I, I like I like Luka Doncic. I like what he's about. They need some pieces. It's a good problem to have when Listen. you have youth and you have a lot of pieces to put. Yeah. They have a lot of guards they can move, so. They have a lot of pieces to trade, for sure, absolutely. Definitely. So, uh, I don't know if there's anything else that you want to talk about for, before we get into our NBA beefs, because it's been a month of beefs. Oh, yeah. It's been a month of beefs. So, Where's let's start beef? off with the first one that came out, Kevin Love and the Cavs. So, actually, before we get into this, uh, what we're going to do is gonna, we're going to post on our story yeah. uh, each of these beefs, and we're going to have, like, a little vote. So, you tell us who you think would win in a fight, like a and it'll be, like, a little bracket thing. So, we'll have a winner, and, and the fans will vote the winner. So, it'll be cool. Um, but, yeah, the first one, Kevin Love and the Cavs. So, last year came out. Versus Kobe Altman? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he came out last year, right? Where he was there was stuff last they, year. Last they season, threatened yeah. to suspend him, and he's yeah. like, "Go ahead, I have a lot of money." Yeah. And then this year, him yelling at his teammate. There was Kevin Porter Jr. on the court. He's Stopping, coming up. He's like slapping the bench. There's sitting away from his team. Yeah. So all this stuff, and then he came out and made a uh, made a comment or an apology, I guess, public apology, just being it. like, "Yeah, I love my teammates." All this jack. No, he doesn't. Um. So that's a pretty interesting beef over there. I. I am pro K-Love out of Cleveland. Cleveland is not a good franchise mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Everything good that's come to Cleveland has been LeBron yep. and nothing else. They've been trash before him, between him, and after, after him. him yeah. Like They are just a trash organization, head to toe. I want K-Love out. He still has a few years in his prime Thank where he could you. be a really good third option. Like If the Lakers are looking for a third option, that would be kind of cool. Four? That'd be kind of cool, but he's like a three now. He's like a full blown three now, because yeah. he only hangs at the three, and he shoots at a high percentage. So good for him. Three and no D, okay, it's good. I three mean, and no D. No three, yeah, I mean they have rim protectors. He can't guard the brim. Definitely, but, but I mean, uh, that that move he pulled with apology that was just a publicity thing. Like he needs to get traded. Yeah, and, and he, he realized yeah, that finally. Too. He realized that he needs to get traded finally. His attitude is not going to help him get traded. And he should have known that from the beginning. Yeah. Cause it's stalling the whole process right now for him. Demand a trade and bad. get the hell out of there, man. Like everyone wants out of Cleveland from freaking uh, Jarvis team. Landry, Odell Beckham, all want out. Of Cleveland. <laughs> it was like these guys are football players, but all season it's like every game that every team that comes into town they're yelling at them, "Get what me out of here!" What else do they have in the Cleveland, man? No, actually, they have really good fried chicken. But I mean, that's yeah. about it. And if you're an athlete, you are not eating fried chicken. You'd be surprised, actually. I've seen Some of them. Videos with Popeye, actually, the Chick Fil A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Rooks, the, the Rooks, Sixers and their Rook, fries. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's beef number one. Beef number two. We're gonna go time wise. So this happened sequentially. Marquise Chris and Luka Doncic. Yes. Uh, so they were going back, back and forth at it. So Marquise Chris, to to give you guys a background, is the guy. Serge Ibaka squared up with last year oh, when he was on Cleveland. Yeah. So he's a guy that people want to go after. He's, I guess he's an annoying fellow. Um, but they squared up a little bit. They didn't really throw anything, but they were just shoving and and um, he and threw, pushing. He pushed Luka to the ground. Yeah. Are, are you talking about uh, the Serge? No, no, no. I'm talking Marquise he, and Luka. Yeah. But they didn't like why. they didn't throw punches. They didn't or throw punches. It was just but... like getting tangled up on a call or a not call or. Yeah, then he pushed Luca to the ground. Luca got up, and then obviously everyone all relaxed. You know. Yeah. Shout out Marquise Chris. He's not in the NBA right now. He got dropped by the the lowly Warriors. If you get dropped because a guy named Damian Lee is getting a full contract, brother, what are you doing? You need to you need to reevaluate. Reevaluate. Leave the league. Go to the G League. Three on three, one on one. I don't know what you need to do to improve your game, but you need to get better. Um. Oh my gosh! How do we forget about the number one beef, bro? We didn't forget about it. It's coming. Okay, so Terrence Davis and um, amazing and uh, 
What's his name? I forgot the scrub's name. DJ Warren. Scary. No, no, no. Scary Terry and uh, oh, Terrence Davis. Terry Davis. Sorry, yeah, 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 we'll get into that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is a good one. Scary Terry and uh, and um, Rozier. Sorry. Frick, man. <laughs> Terrence Davis and Scary Terry Rozier got into it at the end of the Raps game because we went into overtime. It yeah. was Terrence Davis's career now. He had two threes in the overtime. Yeah, yeah. And he defended the game winner, potential game winner. Uh, which Terry Rozier missed. Terry Rozier then pointed a finger in his eye, like they something. always do. Let's say something. Uh, and then what was it? Uh, they, I think they asked him in the locker room after. They're like, yeah, "Well, did you take your beef seriously with Terrence Davis?" He's like, "Who? I don't know who that is, Come man." On, bro. I can guarantee you, Scary Terry, you and your mother and your father know exactly who Terrence Davis bro, is, especially is after the night that he just put on your head. You definitely know exactly who we're talking He's about. He's built like a football player. This guy. Come on, man. Yeah. So the last beef, last well, one. actually the second last, because I have a bonus one that we forgot about that's going to make you go, what the F? Okay. So TJ Warren and Jimmy. So TJ Warren from the Indiana the Pacers, uh, Jimmy Butler from the Miami Heat. You want to talk us through that one? So that one, they were, Jimmy had the ball, drives by TJ Warren. TJ Warren, him get tangled up. A little bit of exchange words there, blah, blah. They kind of, you know how when they get tangled up, they do like a little bit extra kind of, uh, Especially Jimmy. Uh, yeah, they do a little bit one of those, like, they, they lift their hands in the air or they kind of hook flail. somebody. Flail. that's the word. Yeah. I wish everybody saw what I was doing right now. But, uh, <laughs> but um, it's literally flailing. I'm literally flailing in the, in the air right in now. In the stew. <laughs> so that happens, and I think one T on TJ Warren there. Both. Both. Double technical on that one. And then ensuing play, Demon Ball gets the ball at the corner of the three and then kind of gives him a jab step elbow in. Pushes him back, and then that's when the beef starts. Um, well, they called offensive. They right? called offensive foul yeah. on that one, and then TJ, as Jimmy Butler is walking back, TJ Warren is clapping in his face. Gets teed up, gets <laughs> kicked out of the game. Jimmy Butler's blowing kisses at him. TJ Warren saying, you know, some pretty expletive things. SMD, 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 SMDB, SMDB. <laughs> SMDB, and then he gave him a middle finger, which I don't know. I feel like the NBA would have to find him for that. Like, you're, at the end of the day, there's kids attending your – you're a basketball player. Like, you can't be throwing up your finger like that. But. He should get fined for even speaking to Jimmy Butler. This yeah. guy is a scrub. Yeah. And at the end of the game, they asked Jimmy – This is the best like, part. Jimmy, this is where the beef started. Jimmy, why? Like, who? Like why? what happened there? Whatever. And then he's like – to be honest, I just think he's mad that he can't guard me. Yeah. <laughs> he just kind of went off. The guy can't guard he's me. He's like, their coaches should never put him on me again. Don't do that ever again. And then yeah. I think Jimmy only had maybe 14 points that game. But he was like 10 of 14. or, or sorry, was 5 of 6. 5 of 6 that game, yeah. 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 Clearly can't guard him. Yeah. And, and I, 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 I I'm going to pull something up uh, as we're talking here that, yeah. that puts this in perspective. Uh, but also, did you see the, how he posted on his Instagram uh, this is Jimmy, and he like circled the game on the calendar where I they're playing that. each other next. I love that. Yeah, that Jimmy was... Butler's a no BS kind of guy, and I can appreciate yeah. a guy like that because it's just like it gets you fired up. And yeah. it, it's not of those guys who are you know like those guys who want to be PC and politically correct. And, yeah, you know they kind of dodge and avoid questions. Jimmy Butler's gonna give it to you straight, give it to you how it is, and I, I love that kind of attitude. Yeah. So uh, Jimmy Butler versus TJ Warren last two seasons stats per one hundred matchups. When Butler defends Warren, so when Jimmy's defending TJ, TJ's putting up 13 points on 14 shots. Not great. Mm. 4.3 free throws attempted. When TJ guards Jimmy, 21 points for Damn. Jimmy on 12 shots. Mm -hmm. Great. 11.5 free throws attempted. <laughs> they can't guard him, bro. 
11 and a half free throws attempted. Can't stay in front so of him. Jimmy Butler was not fully talking shit. He's right. He was right. Mm-hmm. He, um, I mean, he's talking and he's getting it he's done. So happy for the guy. Uh, it was a great beef. And the last beef that we didn't even See talk it. about once, Kendrick Perkins and Kevin Durant. Oh, that's a good one, man. That is one that just came that to my one. mind right now, and that's probably the most – Talked about one. Talked about <laughs> and, like, really most important beef. So just to explain that one, like, the other night Russ went back to OKC yes. for the first time since the trade. Yeah. So they had a tribute. They had a standing O for Mr. him. And, and yeah, Kendrick Perkins takes to Twitter, says he's Mr. Thunder. Then guys on Twitter um, going back and forth to KP. KP says, you know, I'll do respect to K- – I didn't even say I'll do respect. He said Kevin Durant is the greatest talent, uh, but in terms of Thunder – uh, you know, Russ is this. Russ is the guy. And then they get into talking, or he's responding to these random chums. And then he goes, well, because uh, somebody was like, yeah, without KD, Russ is a first-round exit every year. He's like, yeah, well, when I was there, KD lost in the second round without Russ. Yeah. So then KD is like, okay. So now KD chimes in, and he responds. He goes, yeah, well, you were averaging two points and three rebounds, but don't worry, champ. You played hard. <laughs> And then he goes, boy, stop that. That's the weakest you move. You pulled the weakest move in NBA history. You don't sleep at night because you yeah. know you're you're a wuss. Yeah. I hate every single part of Kendrick Perkins' <laughs> argument here. Like, whether his his message is correct or not. Yeah, I, I that's what I'm there. I, what, are, what are your main issues with this? Uh, first of all, I'm going to say his message was – I think his message is correct. I, I, I think there's a – Just so random. Why he 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 clarified it after, and he didn't mean for it to be. I think people always get confused with who is the greatest and who is the best. Like greatness doesn't always mean the most skilled or the most. Like to me, it's not always the most skilled, the best offensive player, the best defensive player. Like greatness is like, what do you do for the organization? What do you do socially for that team? What do you do in the, the community? community yeah. Right? Russ stayed. He got an MVP there. He averaged two triple double seasons there. He he signed you know he he kept that franchise going post KD and I think that's what makes him Mr. Thunder and I think it does yeah. make him Mr. Thunder. Also, that personality, his dogness, like everything was just embodied the city. Exactly. That that's why I think Perkins's Perkins's tweet is correct. I think where it got miscommunicated is by the fans and the other guy. There's another um, sportscaster yeah, was, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, it was yeah, that yeah. said, "Are you kidding about, me?" Yeah. Well, obviously we know KD's the better player. What? Well, what I saw, I saw Chauncey say this on the jump, and I agree with this 100%, is that the problem is not that what you said and what that – no one's wrong in this with what they said. KD realized that – KD said that Perkins is a scrub. That's a fact. <laughs> That's nothing wrong. K, I love K, how Chauncey like professionally called KP a scrub in front of his I love face, that. But, yeah, but he's, yeah, he can do that. But the issue is you're talking bad about a guy who you went to the trenches with. You went to war with him. You guys were – Buddy, buddy, up until this point, you guys... You were on the road together. On the road, there's things that you guys know about each other nobody else knows. Finals together. Right. And you were on that team. You played no part in winning on that team. Yeah. And you're going to talk about this guy averaging 30 a night, saying he can't get past the second round? You're the reason why he, Can can't, you, get, like, he just, can't get past that. Just try to like take a step back from this and try to imagine yourself as the 30-point-per-game guy on your team. <laughs> and he just lost a playoff series, and your center that put, put up two three. and three <laughs> is on Twitter bashing you, bro. Oh, my goodness. That's two and the three. That's the problem. This what? guy was a certified scrub. He was a starting center and getting real minutes. No, I don't respect Putting up it. two and three or three and th- I think it was three and two. Something crazy, something like, like this, that, man. It was but just that's the problem, and it also took away from he's us. Getting, and and Katie said it best. He's like, he's like, 
soft is getting real minutes and at not, your position and yeah. not getting and not producing. Yeah, you can't even get rebounds. Like, we, I guess we, you we, can't quantify all players, but two rebounds a game. You're eight we, feet tall. We can't criticize KP on the offensive offensive end production. I'm gonna say I'm gonna give him a pass on that is. one. That's not who he is, and that's not the system that was built. It was Russ and Fair. KD or whatever. Fair. You can't get more than two or three rebounds a game. You're no, seven no, no, feet no, tall, sorry. a big boy. You're yeah. down there, and, and the you're right he, beside the basket. The way he spoke on himself, like they brought me in here to keep up with this. This. this bro, oh you're my god, on, bro! Get out because here, you're bro. the first person I'm gonna think of when I need to hold down <laughs> Andrew Bynum <laughs> and Pau Gasol in their. Pro- like, shut the hell up, KP. Perk is just he's a uh, he's cut from the same cloth as those Celtics guys that just run their oh, mouths, hate, oh, just talk too much. Team, bro. And now he's he's trying to get in the media, he's trying to get the clicks, and I don't like it. Yeah. I'm for the first time ever with KD on this one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so he's like been we cla- said, he's been clapping back a lot at people. Yeah, it's fun. and that's why he's embracing now. I that, like it. Yeah, like, yeah. That's don't that's make burner accounts. It is just what do it, it is. Yourself. That's all it is. It is what it is. So just to break down our our. Five beefs because we're gonna mm-hmm. post this on our story. So, uh, Kevin Love and the Cavs, T.J. Warren and Jimmy Butler, yes. Terrence Davidson, uh, Terry Rozier, yes. Marquise Chris and Luka Doncic, Yo. and Kendrick Perkins and Kevin Durant. There so, let us know who you think would win in a fight. In a fight, yeah. In a fight. in a fight. In a fight. And then we'll go from there. So, uh, I think that wraps up this week's episode. Um, we got so much exciting, exciting Coming stuff up. happening in the next week Ooh-wee. or so. Um, just out of luck, I don't really want to talk about it. Nope. Until it happens. Nope. Nope. Um, but I can assure you guys, you will stuff. enjoy it. So just keep in t- keep tabs on our IG yeah. um, with our uploads, and and I mean, hopefully we can continue to grow the pod and 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 create a channel for anybody Canadian basketball. If you've done anything in the Canadian basketball system yeah. and you want to tell your story and share mm-hmm. it, come on in. So we'll uh, we'll have a couple of cool. Um, features features that you can say that features you can in say the next couple features. weeks so fingers yeah. crossed there and uh, thank you guys again for your support you know where to find us Apple Pods Spotify, Spotify at the fadeaway F-A-E-D yes uh, and yeah we'll come at you sometime next week yeah. uh, when we're ready yeah. alright easy